Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step to 53342. New York, call the 24-7 Hope Line at 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the OG pod, Zosny edition, before we get into any of our stuff today. Uh, I'm a little disappointed in both of you guys, if I'm being honest. You're very uh, in tune with, with culture and pop culture and what's uh-huh. trending and what's, what's good with everything. And you guys don't watch Love is Blind. Yeah. Waz doesn't even know what it is. I, I, mean, I know, you know it's what a it reality is. show. Yeah. So, was this is the concept behind Love Is Blind? And admittedly, last season can, was can I, I didn't I didn't watch last season. We're on season six. I watched the fir- it, first season's great. 
Is it continuous the story or like is no, he no, no, no. It's brand new, brand new seasons okay. every time. So having watched five seasons of this does not give you any advantage. No, 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 not at all. Well, I mean, all you right. can kind of, you can kind of, so predict right. what's gonna happen. You can predict so, what's good and what's not good with it. So but bef- before before you get into, I just want to point out. I know you know what, do it. You, explain okay. your love is mine, and then and then I'll hold say on. Right. Okay. And another thing is this. It's it's better than the what's the one where you're not allowed to make out with the chicks or touch a tit or do any of what? that, or else you get penalized. It's like they what? put a bunch of hot people. Virgin, virgin? too hot to handle. Too uh, hot. To I've never. Handle. Oh, I've never seen. I watched that, that on Netflix. Yeah, okay. it's like every time, every time, <laughs> every time one of the people in the house. <laughs> Touch each other, or, you screw or kiss. You lose money from the group. Oh, yeah. I went in with no that. money. I'm willing to go out with no money if that's what it takes. I don't, that's not a that's not a concern for me. <laughs> that is cool. Yeah, yeah. That's the last reality love show thing okay. that, I, that I watched. So lo- love is blind. Is you have, uh, you have a group of guys sequestered in a building. In a common area, you have a group of women sequestered in a common area, and I think it's anywhere from like five to ten days. I'm not quite sure how long it goes, but they have these dates with women in these pods, except they never get to see what the other person looks mm-hmm. like. They just talk and they connect and they find out interest and whatever, right? And then the only tell. way the only way you can get to meet a person, you uh-huh. have to propose and they have to accept. And I mean Wait. propose marriage. <laughs> <laughs> and then, the, and then, if you like, you can agree, right? It's a very unserious show. You, you can agree, and then if you agree, that's the reveal. You, like you're on one side of this walkway, they're on the other. The doors go up. They see what the person looks like for the first time. You're you're not supposed to tell them what you look like, although some people have tried to fudge some things. And there's a woman <laughs> who very much does not look like Megan Fox, who told the guy she looks like Megan Fox. Or she's been okay, told that I'm, she looks so like Megan Fox. That went semi-viral on Twitter. Yes. I seen a bunch of people being like, "Yes." I was like, "Why are people talking about Megan Fox?" Spoiler alert: They get engaged. He proposes to her. She's choosing between two different guys. He, she chooses this guy, and the reaction when he sees her is amazing. Like they embrace, they run to each other. She, she does what she called a T Rex run, where she like, run, like ambles up like basically whatever you see those like giant t-rex costume she runs like that and so she runs up to him like that um i saw moshe kesher uh comedian said that she looks more like chloe kardashian season one than she does megan fox which wow. i think is kind of accurate she um, also looks like joe from family guy with a lot of makeup on <laughs> she does look like joe from right. family guy and so when they embrace they like he looks to the camera like it's the office at one point. Like he just like you can see like a glance of the camera. But he goes through it. So you're supposed to like so then you go on this vacation. Like you meet and then you go on a vacation. I think they went to the DR or something and they're there for a few days. And then Damn, I think the all these people are I think all these people are from Charlotte in this season. So they go so then they go to Charlotte and they gotta figure out who are we moving in with? Like, am I moving into your place? You moved into my place. Oh. Mm-hmm. And that but here's the thing. So you don't know what you've passed on, except all the couples that end up getting engaged do go to the same resort and they do meet up at, at various points. Mm. And so people are like, oh my God, that's what she looked like. Or, oh, that's what yeah. you look like. I'm glad I didn't do that. 
But the thing that they've started doing is they're bringing the people who didn't get picked but were heavily involved in the courting process back into it. So the guy who ends up with Megan Fox, the girl he decided not to go for is a smoke show. Like, I mean, she, she might be the hottest person they've ever had on there. And she's getting into the mix because she's made friends with other girls and all these people are co-mingling now and everything. And so now she's, she's got, yeah, she's 28 with a 10 year old. She will not shut up about her daughter, but whatever. She's hot. <laughs> and so now, and so here's the thing though. Here's the thing is things have been revealed that like, one guy went and met up like he found the one of the girls he passed on in uh on Instagram and met up and shared his location with his new fiance but wasn't where he said he was all night oh my god it was out to like 6 a.m. this oh guy also by the way was in a relationship when this shit started he has a fiance <laughs> and a kid this other dude who didn't get picked that didn't get picked by Megan Fox in a relationship <laughs> been exposed by his girlfriend is like no this dude's in a fucking relationship when he started this show Yo. so these guys are like oh, I'm looking for love I'm tired of all the like they had it they were in relationships like there's so much scandal going on there are another, other accusations that one guy is actually gay and went on there to like mm. prove that he wasn't Lord have mercy. <laughs> by the way, he had to prove way, he wasn't gay. Well, well How do you do that? That's the allegation. I'm by just saying that's the allegation. Dick. By not sucking a dick when presented to you. Like, oh, just oh, abstaining oh, from with all the guys going, ooh, I think I'm just abstaining from giving dome. <laughs> well, so <laughs> like, that's how you prove it. But here's the thing: he starts living with the girl he proposed to after they get back to Charlotte, and it's like two days, and he's just like, yeah, this isn't gonna work. And they just broke up. He's just like, yeah, it's not going to work. No hard feelings, though. I want you to know there's no this, hate this, here. This is the... the allegedly, begin, yes. Yeah, uh, the game, so, the man, and so we got two more episodes that came out. So there are nine episodes before today. Two new episodes came out today. There's another episode next week and then the reunion after that. But yeah, this all leads to like, they have to figure out, are they actually going to get married in this short amount of time? Because you get like, it's like four weeks from proposal to... Mm. Like these staged how weddings. Do they, how like do they enforce it? Yeah. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I guess the shame no. of So so Zach, so this is the part where <laughs> I reveal yeah. that yes, I've never watched even a second. I've seen like the picture of the yeah. girl or like, yo, you look like yeah. Joe from Family Guy, whatever. But uh I've never seen a second of Love is Blind. And that has not stopped me. From creating in conversation. Oh my god, in the DMs. Oh my god. Oh, that's crazy. You seen that shit? Like ah, <laughs> complete fraudulence. Yeah, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. It is it's so good though, man. It's uh, like it is it's swept See, the nation. I don't even know what I'm doing. I, I don't even know what I'm looking at in meme form on Instagram, but on Twitter. Whenever people are saying a name and be like, oh, my God, Gloria is just a blo-. I just know they're talking about the show. <laughs> Absolutely. Whenever, the, the, like, it's just, like, obviously not some celebrity or whatever, and it's just a random name and just like, oh, yeah. I can't believe y'all. They, I know they're talking about the if show. If you're seeing Everybody's the name Chelsea, Jimmy, Jeremy spelled J-E-R-A-M-E-Y. If you're seeing Trevor, that's if you're a, seeing that's a gay Jessica, one. Jeremy Laura, Grant? No, I don't the, think no, so. the allegedly gay one was, uh, was Kenneth. Jeremy uh, was the one who has a fiance and a child, uh, and, the, the, and went what, off to that girl, see you, that girl for till six a.m. You left the the worst part. The dude that ended up with Megan Fox, 
when he saw the girl that he was, he, he was trying to decide against. Oh yeah. He he just like starts complimenting her heavily in front of his oh, girl. Wait, wait, wait. Just that's like, not even no, wait, that's not even the one. That's a whole other one. That's another oh, girl that he one? was talking to, but he wasn't deciding between those two. It's this okay. girl AD. And and so like, yeah, they see the, each other at the resort, and she's this like black girl who's like just stacked, right? And he's like, damn, her ass is incredible. Says it to Megan Fox, who then tells everyone out loud, oh, he just said this. And then he proceeds to talk to her for like an hour while just like, and, and, and then, Megan Fox is just standing there. And, and he, then and, pulls the ultimate switcheroo, right? He tries. He tries. He tries. He doesn't pull the ultimate switcheroo, but he, he he's talking no, to her a not, long not time. Not the switcheroo in terms of switching the girls. I'm the switcheroo of like, Megan Fox was like, that's so rude. I can't believe he did this. And he flips it back onto her and yes. makes her feel guilty. Like, about you're the yeah. one that said this and you're the one that did that. And then she's like, I was standing there the whole time watching you do this. He's like, you weren't there. And it shows a shot. She's like three feet to his left. <laughs> <laughs> and then another one. So the guy that ends up with AD is, is like this good looking black guy, like very suave, but all he's talking about, he's essentially this entire time has been soft launching that he's going to cheat on her. That infidelity like runs in his family. He saw his dad do it forever. All that like <laughs> it, it like he is basically he just setting up. You're gonna get crazy. cheated on. Like I want to marry you, but you're gonna get cheated on. So you just gotta prepare for that. Like that's a, it's that's an, every that's conversation they have, and she's finally starting to be like, all right, I don't know about this. Hold on. Gonna Zach, get when did you on, get onto Love Island? In my family, Love is Blind. Love Island's different. Love is Blind. Oh, Love is Blind. Excuse me. I, season one. It was. I think it. Mm. I want to say it started in the pandemic, or maybe it came out in the pandemic, or right before. But I watched it during the pandemic. Because I'm pretty sure was Nick Lachey and and the shorty do Too Hot to Handle as well. Oh really? Oh, damn. I think this is okay. their like thing. They're yeah. like a couple reality hosts. They yeah they run the Netflix empire. Netflix um, dating. Yeah, I watched seasons so one through four. Yo, oh my god! So there's a show on HBO or Max or Discovery, whatever we're calling yeah. it, that they imported from Brooklyn, which is a similar concept, except the only thing that you see are the other people's private parts. Oh, is this the thing where it, like it raises up? Yeah, like, like you reveal the fish and the legs. Hold so, on. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? This was when I went to Scotland. Right, not New Year's, but the New Year's before. That would that's a show. That's a British show. Yeah, and it is just on TV. On they just show dick. Yes, they just show dick. They China. show Everything. both. I mean, they before show you see the face, they slowly reveal each round yes. more of the person's body from feet up. Yes, so yeah, you'll see. You'll see a dick. What's the name of the show? Um, I forget. God, I can't remember I what it's called. It's all over Max though, and it's like it's insane, it's incredible. It's really Yo, insane. Oh, uh, that's crazy! This was the app that brought us like Succession and Naked the Attraction and the Wire. Naked Attraction, that's what and, it is. Yes, and now, no, and now see, it's just like you want to see dick. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like the Discovery joint. So that's happened to me a lot of a, a few. That's a lot. It hasn't happened to me. It's happened to my lady a few times where. You know, like an interesting topic. We'll have like a docu series about it, and she's mm. thinking it's gonna be HBO quality, and um, it's like, nah, it's nah, a Discovery man, Channel. Nah, they, they, they don't do that. They turn HBO these quality things anymore, around yeah. like nothing. You turn, know what I'm saying? Turn, hey, turns out that Milf Manor was not a documentary, huh? <laughs> 
it's funny. It's on Thirty Rock. They had this running joke that they had this TV show called Milf Island, where it was these really it was like twelve milfs on an island and twelve twelve year olds like just trying to. <laughs> I mean, Mil- but Milf Manor was kind of like that, bro. Yeah, it, was, right, yeah, right. it wasn't that far off. Is so, it messed up that I'm the friend that every time? I'm every already going to say yes. I don't know what this teacher, is, but I'm going to say yes. A teacher ends up screwing one of her male classmates. Yeah. People just send it to me. <laughs> like, oh, man. You're, you're like, like oh, you know, we love this story. Was. <laughs> <laughs> This is Zosny edition of the OG pod. I'm Zach Harper. That's Wazzy Lambert. That's Amin El Hassan floating in. Floating. Guys, there's there's a lot going on in the world. First of all, let's say rest in peace to the legend Richard Lewis. Uh, uh, passed at the age of 76. Curb. Um, a movie that we have to do. Uh, JB Ball has comedian JB yeah. Ball has said like what I what's oh, I can't remember what it's called like game sudden death it's like sudden, sudden death, death. yeah something it's like not, that it, yeah yeah um but yeah we got so we'll we'll have to do that movie pretty soon Was, so Richard fun. Lewis plays a basketball coach <laughs> in this movie like a college basketball coach I mean oh a college basketball yeah. so this yeah. isn't even like CYO or high school no. I don't want to give away I don't want to give away the game I, I, day game day yeah Richard, Richard Lewis plays coach Steven Adler a one time high profile division one college basketball coach haunted by the demon of having lost five championship titles but hold five? on hold, hold on I don't want to give it away because we are going to do this for Cinephobe and I want the reveal on Cinephobe it's going to be maybe the greatest ending we've ever had. <laughs> I don't I, I've never watched it, so I don't know. I, JB told me about it. I haven't seen it, but JB told me about it. And it's, <laughs> it's you like you were unprepared for it. Even, even having, knowing what it is and having not seen it yet, unprepared for it. Um, but yeah, so RIP to, to Richard Lewis. We are in allegedly the last season of, of Curb, but you never know. Uh, but he did appear recently. And, Sex, and drugs, and basketball is the log line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Respect. What is that hair? <laughs> <laughs> He's super young right there. Yeah. So that, that's coming to a, uh, a cinephobe near you uh, at some point. But, um, but guys, uh, we've got a lot going on in the NBA. Let's start off with some officiating issues, obviously a big issue with the Pistons and the Knicks game the other night. Uh, we just got word from the league that the Knicks protest of the Rockets game and, you know, the Rockets game has been denied uh, by the league, but this was Monty Williams following a bad no call against Dante DiVincenzo. This was the addressing of the New York media after the game. Where's the New York media now? <laughs> the tough guy talk. The absolute worst call of the season. No call. And enough's enough. We've, we've done it the right way. <clears throat> we've called the league. We've sent in clips. We're sick of hearing the same stuff over and over again. We had a chance to win the game. <clears throat> and the guy dove into Asar's legs. And there was a no call. That, that's an abomination. You cannot miss that in an NBA game. Period. And I'm tired of talking about it. I'm tired of our guys asking me, what more can we do, coach? That situation is exhibit A to what we've been dealing with all season long, and enough's enough. You cannot dive into a guy's legs 
in a big-time game like that and there be a no-call. It's ridiculous, and we're tired of it. We just want a fair game called. Period. And I got nothing else to say. We want a fair game, and that was not fair. I'm done. No follow-up questions is messed up. Come on. (laughs) Where's the newest New York media, though? Oh, maybe he's going no to look for it. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, I guess Were that's they fair. in New York? Yeah. Yes, this is at okay. the Garden. In New York. Um, <laughs> it would be funny if it was it wasn't like, <laughs> If they were in Detroit. And yeah, yeah, like, where's this just, New York media? They're in Cleveland. Like, <laughs> Newsday, what the fuck, man? You guys used to be here all the time. Like, mm-hmm. what the hell? Um, it was a horrible <laughs> missed call. I also think the Pistons where's were going to lose that Street game no matter what. Exactly. <laughs> The fuck is Mark Berman? Yeah. <laughs> DLTP. <laughs> um, I love him calling it a big game. You were eight and forty eight. Big time game. A big time game. Big time game. Big time game. Like, eight and forty eight. Well, you're not allowed to have big time games. Yeah, you have the the longest longest losing streak in NBA history. You don't get to you don't get to do that. Um, and then in the wording, so when the league then denied today the Knicks protest of that, that ending against Houston. They told them that the Knicks were required to demonstrate. Um, there was a misapplication of the official playing rules. There was, we have deemed that it was just an error in judgment, which I think is a very funny, but dissatisfying way of phrasing that, <laughs> but that's how it is, right? Like, sorry, we didn't mess up the rules. We just fucked up. Yeah. We were just wrong. <laughs> there is a difference, right? Like, if sure, yeah. I I don't understand the rule. Yeah, that's one thing. Versus, I understand the rule. I just called it wrong. I just got it wrong. Yeah, right? yeah. it's not it's like, like I said. He took five steps. It's like, no, that's legal. You can yeah. take five steps. There's difference between that and saying I didn't see you take five steps. Yeah, I counted two. Like the, that's because the, the last protest that got um that got approved was because they fouled Shaq out of a game. Yes, we only yes, have five exactly. fouls, right? So that's yeah. a misapplication of the rules. Yes, not there like you go. oh, we for you know we messed up that six foul. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. It's not like they they called a foul like oh that he didn't even touch him. Yeah, and that shouldn't have been, it wasn't a judgment call. It was you said I had six and I really had five. I feel I mean, like they used that wording just as a preemptive. By the way, this protest, Detroit. Not going to get approved. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, my buddy. we're just going to copy and paste. It's like, but he's like, but I'll never forget this. My, my college roommate, uh, who by the way was Haitian, was he was Haitian straight from Haiti. Name oh, was Carl Claremont. Carl said a long time ago, he said, shitty shit happens to shitty teams. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, it's like, sometimes it's like, yes, you got fucked over. And sometimes you're just fucking bad, right? Mm-hmm. And so what happens is when you're bad, you are more likely to get fucked over because half the time people are just going to chalk it up to you being bad anyway. Mm-hmm. And so was that a bad no call? Yeah, sure it was. But it's also like, hey, Monty, how about not being so bad? <laughs> and, and maybe <laughs> maybe get the benefit of the doubt in, in those situations. Yeah. I, I, I Just this idea that people are out to get the Pistons or the not pistons. out to get them, but they're <laughs> the ignoring... Pistons. It's like, yo, how about Monty? Y'all could have just won the game outright. You know what I'm saying? Like, win some games. Win more than nine games, you know, um, in the season. And I'm actually of the opinion that, like, 
I understand for him why he needs to frame it to his team that's full of young guys that this is a big mm-hmm. game because the Knicks are one of the better teams in your conference. Your season is going nowhere, but, you know, you're allegedly trying to build towards something better than what you are right now. So you should be treating this Nick game as a huge game. Big time, it's big just time the game. rest of us know that it's not. <laughs> The rest of us know. My, my favorite part is, is is him telling us, like, I got to tell go in there. And those guys are like, Coach, we did everything right. What more can I do? <laughs> what more can I do? Yeah. Like, yeah. Shut your whole Asar ass up. Thompson not shooting the teens from three? You could do that. <laughs> that might help. Well, that was yeah, the thing. Yeah. They called well, the foul. This? He's a 59% free throw shooter. He's going one for two <laughs> there. The Knicks are hitting a three. We're done. Also, hey, Monty, how about this? How about... Stop playing guys who can't play. Right. Also, no, like, which was a problem for most of their season. They, where they, they had just, to cut one and trade the other. Because he wouldn't surprised. stop playing these guys. I'm still surprised they got something for fucking Isaiah Livers, Oh, it's, man. it's shocking. Yeah. I mean, like that, the, even whatever it was, I don't even know what they got for him, but just the idea that someone was like, I'll take Isaiah Livers. Yeah. They had to, they had to attach two second round picks and another young dude to get rid of Bagley. Who by the who they paid by the way just so they wouldn't have to pay him like you you already knew you you got him <laughs> and like oh shit yeah he can't play like they double down yeah. for no yeah. reason like damn this dude can't play I don't know just give him thirty five million over three years plot that's fine twist, like, that's no, plot twist he's now starting for the Wizards <laughs> who who by the way are tied for the worst record with the Pistons yeah. now <laughs> and it's all bad and, and also you know who plays for the for the Wizards. Hmm. Isaiah Livers! Ah. Full circle. <laughs> from the beginning of the story. No, I'm, so I'm funny. He, he among, I mean, there are a lot of players in the NBA that I think get playing time. I'm like, you're not. You're playing, punching above your weight. But watching him play, I'm always like, what does he do? Why is he here? He's just he tall. shot a little bit one season, like a little bit. Where? I, I've, never, I, I've never seen him make a shot. I've never. I've saw an obscene amount of Pistons games this year. I've never seen him make yeah. a jumper, layups a couple of times, jumpers never. And so you I'm see, looking. Uh, yeah. You see, last night, speaking of, uh, the Nassas played the entire fourth quarter because the Bucks were killing the Hornets and didn't score. Went over two, missed the layup, missed two free throws, had a turnover. Yo, have the entire I showed fourth quarter. You guys, the Thanasis low light reel. Yeah, I've seen it. It's so bad, dude. It's just him oh, dribbling man. off his foot and bricking yeah. layups for like yeah. 10 minutes straight. Yeah. <laughs> Richard Lewis, heart attack. Ah. It's a heart attack. He was 76. He looks a lot older. He looked, well, I thought he was way older. Yeah. R.I.P. So, yeah. shouts to Pecking House Chicken in Brooklyn. Um, the owner... Hold on. Eric is What's a happening fan. Here? What's happening? Wait. Hold on. No, I'm it's about li- to tell you. because li- li- A live read is happening. No, no, no. no. It's about the Wizards. The oh, owner okay. is like a fan. And um, I went down there to get some chicken while I was in New York. This is right before the season was starting. And the GM is a Wizards fan. And, you know, we had this conversation about... <laughs> You know, like, it's nice to be rebuilding and finally moving on. And there's sure. reason to be optimistic. Maybe the Jordan Poole thing will turn into something. Sure, yeah. Poole's still a good player. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Who knows? 
you know, Kispert, you know, oh, Kurt Kispert, might yeah. be interesting, you know. Oh, all you seen shit. Denny Avdia cut to the basket? Come on, man. <laughs> right, yeah. right. And then I was there, I went there maybe like two months later. You know, maybe, yeah, I was there for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I I hit him up. I hit them up to be like, yo, I'm about to pull up. Like, are we mm-hmm. good? Blah, 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 whatever. Yeah, of course. And then I see the GM dude, and he was like, yo, man, I almost went on break when you came. I was ashamed no. <laughs> of all the optimism I had before the season. It was shameful. Hey, man, I was like looking people in the eye who I told, yeah, this Wizard season is going to be fun and yada, dude, yada, yada. I predicted now you're Jordan starting Poole, Marvin Bagley, the I predict, third. I predicted Jordan Poole was going to win the scoring title. <laughs> I I... I, I let me let me put my shame on the line too. Yeah, I predicted the Pistons would be knocking on the play-in oh. door. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. This is the year they take the leap. Cage healthy. Yeah. Oh, shit. Jesus. Yeah. I think everybody thought the Pistons were going to be kind of good though. Like like at least decent. I, yeah, that, like yeah, I didn't. You know, I, I said knocking on the play-in door. I didn't think that they would. But be. But then even Monty now he's still doing the the. Jalen Duran and, and Beef Stew starting like God just yeah. hates shooting and spacing. He just hates it. I, he's trying to get fired. I think he you hates basketball. He's, yeah, I think he's just done. He's like, yo, I get fired. I get seventy million dollars. Still get seventy million dollars. Oh. Nuts. That's a lot of a lot of offering That's plates. So much money, money. dude. For the money. <laughs> Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays your favorite butcher turned podcast producer. And I'm here to talk to you about butcher box. Butcher box is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then it's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at ButcherBox.com Dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. I mean, you didn't see this Damian Lillard thing? No. He's bored in Milwaukee. I mean, quote, (laughs) on what he does, practice, go home, watch boxing, play video games. Man, I type in fight hype on YouTube a hundred times to be praying for something new to be on there. Seriously, I don't have much of a life. That's what comes with making a big boy decision. 
Hey, man, at least he acknowledged that he forced his way out of Portland. Sure. At least there's an acknowledgement there. Because mm-hmm. he goes, before that, he's talking about, like, my mom was there, my brother's there, my cousins is there. Like, my whole family is, like, right in the vicinity. I come out the locker room, like, my family is there to greet me. You know, oftentimes I leave the practice facilities, just go to my mom's crib and just hang out. Like, I'm a real big family guy, and I love family. And then he talks about Milwaukee. He does absolute nothing. But then he acknowledges, like, I'm the reason why I'm in Milwaukee right now. Yeah. You know, although they did execute a spite trade, um, he's the reason that they're in. he's in Milwaukee right now. Mm-hmm. Jovic looking frisky, by the way. Yo, Jovic. <laughs> looking pretty frisky. Tyler Hero's healthy again. It's hard. It's hard because. Was Jaime Hawkes part of the trade package? No, he yes. refused. No, they refused, didn't they? I thought, I thought that was. No, I thought that was. That was they Miami wanted to, was to give Jaime too at oh. some point. That's crazy, mm. then. That's, that's how they knew. That's how they found out like there's nothing we can say or do. They're going to mm. say no to everything. Yeah. Mm. Because then they just stopped, um, they stopped responding. They wouldn't, they wouldn't even pick up the phone. Been there uh, plenty of times. No matter what you're offering, it's like, ah, you know what? I think, uh, I think I'm just going to let Ghosted this one go to voicemail. Yeah. Like um, a bad Tinder date. Was. You know what? This. I mean, even though he's from Indiana, you know, there was a whole bring Gordon home in getting him back to the prairie. You know, even though he's not from the prairie. You know where Tyler Hero's from? He's from Wisconsin, isn't he? He's from the he Milwaukee. Sure he sure mm. is. Mm. Bring him so, home. Mm. Bring him home. That's what I, I say. See, I see where this is. I see where this is going. This is Dame is gonna eventually like everybody's gonna realize like oh the Doc Dame Giannis thing is not a thing. Let's send Dame there and bring Tyler home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't imagine Milwaukee wanting to trade him to Miami. Why not? Yeah. They don't have. Oh, Dame's uh, not getting to Miami, but he should. Yeah, he should. Definitely. He, should. he would and, be title favorites right now. Plot, plot twist. Does Does Miami even want him at this point? Not that their their shit is going great, but it's like because oh, because they're like this, we got Terry Rozier. No, I mean just because like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, if you put the numbers side by side, they're actually I don't know pretty you, comparable. I, yeah. I don't know if you know. <laughs> no, the idea that like you know, there's two things about Dame that give you concern, right? Number one is the concept of a player who's been in the same place for so long. Mm-hmm. There's all types of comforts that are built in that, like when you move the the shock of moving somewhere else removes a lot of that comfort and routine and familiarity, right? So can he ever get it back now not being out in the wild? That's number one. But number two is, and I feel like we don't acknowledge this enough, the dude went through a massive life change that has nothing to do with being traded. Mm -hmm. Like his divorce. And like it's, it's an ugly divorce. It's not just like, oh, you know, we went, you know, it's not your typical athlete divorce so like with that the, the the nature of that breakup his kids not living with him right and i'm not i don't have the familiarity of the comfort and by the way wherever you end up whether it was milwaukee or miami ain't nobody here about to be patient with you bro <laughs> like this was a move seen to be like an aggressive last piece move so i 
I wonder at this age with all that stuff going on, can he ever be what he once was? Yes. I think, I think so because I think once he adjusts to whatever this new chapter is in his life, then it all comes rushing back. Like maybe not, oh, he's going to be, he'll be back to the, his, the way he was and it'll be the next five, six years. You can get a couple of years out of that. I think he'll come back mm. to figuring out what that means for him. It also might just be, you know, it doesn't, even though they're winning, it doesn't sound like it's been great in Milwaukee. I mean, we can't discount the disaster that it was to start where they had an LA fitness coach up there <laughs> trying to coach the team to the finals. Wow. You know, yeah. um, don't do that to Bodenholzer. Come on, man. That's. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I think it's hard to underestimate that. And reports out of Milwaukee is that people seem to be happy with what with the Doc change. It's just, yeah. as, you know, as much as people ridicule Doc, he's an actual professional NBA coach. He's professionalized yeah. that outfit. Like, it's a real coaching situation again. And not some, you know, amateur hour. Mm-hmm. And he's good at, at a timeouts and, like, good with a clipboard He'll and all you. that shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> Has he talked about being good out of timeouts? Oh, he credited himself one one after one game. It might have been after a loss, and he was like, "Oh, that out of timeout play that we <laughs> ran, like, yeah, well, that was me right there." That's the LA fitness coach thing reminded me. I, I haven't talked to you guys about like my child playing in an AU tournament and no. my my introduction to AU <laughs> basketball. Okay. I had. No fucking idea. I had no clue. Because you got to understand, like, let me talk about this with a couple people. Like, how is he? Are you around basketball all the time? How did you not know? I'm like, because, like, by the time they get to me, that's like the fucking elite yeah. of the elite of the elite. Like, and, and now you see it up front, up close, and you're like, this is awesome. What I'm, a great style yo, of basketball. What a great system <laughs> we've got going here. I'm going to like, okay, it's some of it is... It, it's, it, it varies, right? I, I think we all know that. It varies. Yeah. Some programs are good. Some programs are not good, right? But I'm just talking about, like, the whole mechanism. So we go out. It's a place. It's at a compound 20 miles east of where I live, which is already on the east side of town. That's a trip. We drive out there. It's in the middle of nowhere. And then all of a sudden, there's, like, after you get off the freeway, there's legit traffic patterns. Like, dark red line on Google Maps traffic patterns. We get there. Think of the biggest mall you've ever been to. Okay. Mall of America. Right? Okay. Think of the parking lot at Mall of America, right? A lot of spots, right? Yeah. Right? And you've probably never or rarely seen them all full. The reason why they they have all those spots is literally for one day. It's for for Black Friday. And on Black Friday, all those spots are full. It was the size of a big mall parking lot. Every fucking spot was full. Not just that, but like I had to park in a dirt lot that was adjacent. Like and no no lines, nothing. It was just like people double and triple parking on mm-hmm. grass and dirt and gravel. There's pickleball courts and tennis courts and uh, fucking soccer fields and baseball diamonds. I walk in. There's 8 billion basketball games happening at the same time. Yeah. And the guy says to me, are you here for the tournament or for the league? I'm like, there's multiple shits going on. <laughs> so I go, I say, I, I guess the tournament, I know we're not in a league. So it's the tournament. It's like, okay, 
You need a wristband. Where do I get the wristband from? We'll talk to that guy at the desk over there. Go to the, talk to that guy. You need to talk to that guy at the door over there. Okay, talk to that guy. You need to talk to the girl at the ticket window in the front. And I'm like, okay, go there. And I said, I'm here to watch my child play. And she says, I shit you not, that'll be $48. What? Wow. 48 American crap. My own child play. Meaning, I paid more to watch my 13-year-old play basketball than I have in 25 years of covering fucking NBA basketball. I have not paid that much money for an NBA ticket. Maybe in not fairness, even because it mean like if you you know obviously you're getting credentialed, you're doing the bougie thing or whatever, you know you're showing up to some sure. NBA sponsors, what you would call a suite or whatever. But like if you go to like Memphis right now, their next game against the Hawks is probably there's tickets for professional basketball that'll be in the twenties or thirties. That's my point. Like forty eight dollars, forty eight dollars is insane. But you know, okay, so I pay it and I go and I watch and like. All like like I said, there's a million games going on. There's nothing but a cacophony of whistles and uh, fucking buzzers. And I'm like, how does anyone know? Is that our yeah. game? Yeah. Is that game? It's, 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 it's absolute chaos. It's absolute <laughs> chaos. Yeah. Everyone's yelling. I like. I, it took one moment of me trying to tell my kids something. I was like, there's no chance. There's yeah. no chance. My 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 voice will cut through all this. So then the other thing I realized was. I up at this point, I'm like, man, I think I'm I'm the crazy dad. Am I the crazy dad? I'm turning into the crazy dad, like the working with my kid, whatever. And then I saw what the real crazy parents are doing. Dude. When I tell you this motherfucker was on the sideline coaching, like if I just had a a, a one shot, a solo cam on him, mm-hmm. like, oh, this is coaching his ass off. And then when you pull back, you realize, oh no, the bench is on the other side over there. He's on the family bleacher side. But I'm talking about pacing up the sideline, yeah. clapping like a like <laughs> Getting in the ref's ear, like I'm a move, move, like, I'm like bro. Hey, you be shut the fuck up and sit down, man. And it's just like, and then all these parents yelling the wrong thing to their kids, like just you, the absolute worst advice ever. You have to pay forty eight dollars every time to watch your kid play. It's for, for the weekend, no. so it's oh, so it's like the but, two days. I mean, still, whatever. Yeah, That's still this, crazy. I'm every sorry. Weekend? What's up? That's still crazy. Well, once, once, it, once it fires up, it's still, this is like the, so early because like the AAU season has not mm-hmm. kicked in yet. Like not kicked in hard. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No. Oh. All right. Well, but it's like all I, 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 my dad was there and I was like, yo, just count how many people you see in here. First of all, how many fees for the kids to be in here? Yeah. Then, yeah. Like, I the, mean, it's an AAU fee. Dude. It's a then, racket. Then, you like every parent in here, too? what your dad had to pay forty eight dollars too. Yeah, because I was flying from New York, so I had to go straight to the to the gym. That's crazy. So, but yeah, they got a hundred dollars out there as a family. By the way, bottles of water like this size right here, sixteen yeah. twenty ounces, yeah. five dollars, five dollars. <laughs> Come on, man, dog. Postmates prices, food oh courts, and like it, it was crazy. Honestly, every single one of these people paid. 50 bucks to get in here, five bucks for a bottle of water, 15 bucks for a burger or whatever, because you're there all day. That's the other thing. It's not like, it's not like 10 a.m. noon and then, no, our first game was at 10 a.m. The second game was at 2 p.m. Oh what the fuck God. am I supposed to do for four hours yeah. or three hours, I guess, in between? So it's it, it just insane, insane. They're printing money. But, Everyone's printing money. Before we go to the Patreon section, what's the dumbest thing you heard a parent yell to their kid coaching? You got to be selfish. Like the, the kid, the kid literally made a really good. 
a really good play. Like, that's crazy. Was, that's like, fucking insane. Double team with a salt with a salt triple, sees a teammate under the basket, like whips the pass, spreads mm-hmm. the needle. The ball hit the kid in the hands. The kid doesn't catch the ball. Sure. All right. Yeah. It's a good ass pass, though. Yeah. You yeah. gotta be selfish there, Mike. Selfish. Selfish for what? <laughs> <laughs> that is great parenting advice. We are going to continue on to the Patreon. We're going to be selfish. We're going to put this next segment on the Patreon. We are talking Draymond Green talking to Taylor Rooks. I have not seen this. I have no idea what this is. Waz is, is wants us to react blind to it. Patreon.com yes. slash count the dings to become a Patreon subscriber and get this extra content right here. This is fantastic.